Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sans Pants Radio. Goddamn! Hey and welcome to another episode of All the Small Games, a now weekly indie games podcast. It's good to be weekly. It is good to be weak. And who are you? Uh, my name is Andrew Levins. I'm Jonathan Valenzuela. And every week we talk about all the India game, indie, all the India games. Yes, all the games coming out of India right now. I wonder how many of those I've actually played. You never know with some with some indie titles. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Um, but maybe we should do an all the India games special, but this not this week. This week is all about the indie games, specifically a whole bunch of indie games that were announced this week in part of a big uh, showcase that Nintendo put together called Indie World. I've, I have like when trying to talk about this with people, I was constantly like, "Did you see the Nindy direct? I mean, Nindy showcase. I mean, Indie World showcase. Yeah, yeah. What are they called? I don't understand why they changed the branding. Yeah, Nindy's is a great. It's a good, like, you know... Yeah, it's a nice... Portmanteau. Cute little portmanteau. Um, I don't know why you would try and change it. Indie World is so generic. I'm sorry, but is, like, is Indie World something that will keep going, or... Is it going to be a physical place we can visit? I hope so. <laughs> can we live there? I'm moving there. Um, so, yeah, on, uh, I think it was Monday night Australia time, we got a yeah. uh, an awesome showcase of uh, upcoming indie games coming to the Nintendo Switch, um, and uh, John and I are going to go through them today. We've actually both been playing... Two games that were shadow dropped. Ooh, love a shadow drop. They got the we got the now, now available now. Avail- that was the weird thing. It was available today, oh, and right. I think that's still close enough to consider like be a shadow drop kind of thing. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not split hairs here. <laughs> it needs to be within the next, the thirty seconds. Yeah. As soon as they say now, it needs to be about immediately. If they say now, and I'm not clicking on the store and seeing it, it's not a shadow drop. Uh, um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about. Uh, all the games that were announced in that, plus uh, the games we've been playing, which are this week Super Hot and Hotline Miami Collection. Yeah. Um, before we get into the Nintendo sh- Showcase, there was a bunch of other cool news that we want to talk about. Yeah. Because obviously Gamescom is on right now, and there's been a few indie announcements. And now um, Resident... Uh, actually, John's recording from Germany now. He's at Gamescom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dust, wow. Dust, You've only been there like a few hours. It's dust is good. <laughs> um. Why am I in Germany? Hold on. That's where Gamescom is. Of course, that's right. You're Uh, a roving reporter. Yeah, that's true. So, um... Stop. Get that pretzel out of your mouth and tell (laughs) us about the indie games. Uh, Two that have really stuck out for me, uh, big um, announcements, are Little Nightmares 2. 
Now, I think I've spoken about Little Nightmares early on in our run, like in the single-digit episodes. Yep. Um, Bandai Namco published this one. Yeah, Bandai Namco. I can't remember who the dev is. Are they indie? It's not Bandai. It is. It's not Bandai Namco. Uh, they just publish. Um, but yeah, the first one is this awesomely creepy, like, kind of... It came out around the same time as Inside and had kind of a similar vibe, but where I think, like... Inside was more atmospheric, not atmospheric, but like suspenseful. This is just more straight up creepy. Right. Uh, and in the first one, you play a little girl who's attempting to escape this this giant floating man-made island called the Moor um, and like having to kind of stealthy away past these really horrible looking inhabitants of the Moor. Comes to a really great end kind of thing. They announced Little Nightmares 2 during Gamescom. So um, I am... Very excited for that. Do you it's know int- how, how different that is from the OG? It it appears to be that you're it's it's not set on this 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 floating island anymore. Um, developed by Tarsia Studios. Okay. Um, it's not set on this island anymore. It appears to be almost like a town or something. Mm. The interesting wrinkle is it looks like you have two characters you play as now. Yeah, right. So I'm very curious if that's going to be a co-op type deal or how the single player of that's going to work. Um, very interested to find out more, but this this new trailer kind of really captured that that atmosphere from the original game, so I'm super excited to, to see more of that. Uh, the other one that uh, really caught my eye is um, Wasteland 3. So Wasteland was like a video, a, a computer game from back in like the early 90s or late 80s or something like that, where you play a bunch of desert rangers after a post-apocalyptic nuclear kind of scenario trying to keep the wasteland peaceful. Then it was... They kick-started the sequel to it about five years ago. Um, it's In Exile Entertainment, I believe, is the name of the company making it. Right. Um, went really well, super successful, that Kickstarter. Same kind of deal again, but they, they updated it to be more like a... If you ever played the original Fallout games, Fallout 1 and 2, that kind of style, isometric uh, RPG, turn-based combat, etc., etc. So that went really well. So they went, cool, we're making a third. Kickstarted that one as well. Or not kickstarted, they went through another game funding platform called Fig, but um, successfully funded, and they dropped a new trailer during Gamescom. It's about to go into alpha for some of the backers, and it's just looking awesome. Like, they've taken all the great stuff from the original, now instead of the desert, it's set in like Colorado where it's all snowy and stuff. You have a vehicle now. There's all these cool kind of additions they've made to the gameplay that just make me really excited to get my hands on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, did you? I mean, I don't know how close you've been paying attention to games. None whatsoever. I've been, right. I've been paying close attention to games because I've I've been I've spent the majority of the last month playing an enormous game, not mm-hmm. a small game, called uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah. And so it hit this week, and I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> I got to play some indie games." <laughs> That's right. That's what I do. Um, but I think I think most of the most of the indie announcements were in this Nintendo showcase. Yeah, Indie World showcase. Yeah, awesome. Um, so so we'll let's get, get into that. Well, before we do that, there's one more cool piece of news. We, we spoke a while ago <gasps> about a, uh, a game that's being made from Melbourne. Um, we played the demo of it at PAX last year. Uh, it's called Knuckle Sandwich. Really good. And um, there was a massive update this week because a game that we mentioned earlier, Super Hot. Uh, the creators of Superhot are launching a new label for indie games called yeah. Superhot Presents. Yeah. And 
Knuckle Sandwich is going to be coming out. They, they're publishing Knuckle Sandwich. I totally... I had no idea at the time that it was an Australian developer. Oh, really? Like, I thought it was an American guy that had come over for PAX. I didn't know it was local, which is rad. Yeah, yeah. So, it's so it's Knuckle Sandwich and also Frog Detective 2 are both the releases... The, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with the Frog Detective franchise. Ne- neither am I. But, I want to be now. But again, an Australian Australian developer. So oh, right. I, so cool. I think oh, it's right. It's rad that both of their first announcements were from Australian developers because I yeah. think the super hot team are like German. Yes. So, this, the, where you are, this is all tying together. <laughs> You're holding hands with them right now. Yeah. Um, they, just yeah. Sold, they just sold you that pretzel. <laughs> this pretzel is super hot. <laughs> um, but yeah, great, awesome announcement. Like and rad because I remember super hot's like. Four or five years old now And it's always one of those things That when a, a dev releases something You're always like Cool what's next Like expl- You know I'll give you I'll give you a two years grace period And then you've got to come out With like a trailer For what's coming next from you Sure Because then you want more Yeah Not because they owe you shit Yeah exactly <laughs> um, uh, Or yeah I'm just excited to see What they've been working on Because the game that they made I love And I think it's a really cool direction For Superhot to go like we're going to now help other indie developers kind of get a leg up. Yeah, totally. Risk of, uh, sorry, um, super, what's it called? Fucking Knuckle Sandwich. Knuckle Sandwich. I got there eventually. Uh, is like a, I guess, kind of similar to like Earthbound. Um, it's a kind of very yeah. funny RPG. Very weird RPG, which um, is great. Yeah, where you like, I mean, in the demo, you you have to get like a, you start doing a bunch of odd jobs for people. Yeah, it was a very interesting slice during that demo. Um you kind of you go to an employment agency and they send you to do all these various jobs that you suck at, kind of thing. The demo is still up on itch, so if you want yeah. to go to um, Andrew Brophy is a guy who made it, and uh, if you go to, uh, I just look up look up Knuckle Sandwich game. It, Knuckle Sandwich itchio yeah itchy dot io. There you go. Yeah, it's free demo. It's worth playing. It's very good. Frog Detective, no idea, but it's. it's I'm, out. Go, I'm gonna I'm gonna endeavor to play Frog Detective one because I don't like to go into a into a sequel without knowing what came first. Yeah. I'm just looking, funnily enough... Oh my god, it's, the full title is Frog Detective 2, The Case of the Invisible Wizard. <laughs> Invisible Wizard. my alley. Can we make the wizard spooky as well, though? You're a detective, you're a frog, and it's time to solve a mystery. This is extremely our shit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks super fun. Uh, I'm also just looking at, like, Gamescom had an indie, indie arena booth, and I'm just looking through a... Um, uh, a kind of preview for it now There were hundreds of games there The one that sprung out for me from this preview Is a game called Mosaic mm-hmm. Which again, it's by Raw Fury um, And it has a kind of inside vibe to it Which apparently is just the vibe that I love from games nowadays yeah, yeah, Which totally. is fine That's that's cool for me That's what Little Nightmares is Yeah uh, From here on out, it's all inside clones <laughs> But um, I've cool. been playing a shocking one that I'm going to talk about in a few weeks' time. Oh, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll try and finish it first. <laughs> nice. God, it sucks. <laughs> um, right, shall we, uh, shall we roll up our sleeves and, and... Yeah, let's get into this Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Nindy, fucking Indie World. Indie World Direct. Indie World. God damn it. Uh, so it was a 20-minute presentation um, hosted by the Nintendo kind of indie... Faceless, faceless voices that Kirk's, always yeah, present I mean, these things. Kirk Scott has been like an on-camera host before. They, ah, they, right. made, they made a joke about him being like a disembodied voice. Yeah. It was amusing. Yeah. I like the lighthearted tone of these presentations. They do that really well. Um, so off the bat, we got the announcement for Risk of Rain 2. Have you played Risk of Rain 1? I've pl- I have. Is there a frog detective in there? <laughs> just, maybe there's a ton of different creatures in there. You might kill a frog detective at some point. But uh, Risk of Rain is, number one, was a side-scrolling platformer. Kind of rogue, roguelite or roguelike, I guess, mm-hmm. where you are this, you, you are this person on a planet. 
you are constantly getting attacked by monsters. You have to kill the monsters as quickly as possible. You've got to kill a certain amount of monsters to like unlock the portal to get out of that world into the next world. I don't think I ever made it past the first world. Rogues, but rogues really do be like that sometimes. Yeah, um, they really do roguelike be like that. Um, <laughs> screwed that up real bad. Um, but again, it's, it's the sort of thing where they, they throw objects and power-ups at you and that kind of stuff. Uh, the interesting thing with Risk of Rain 2 is it's now third gone person, 3D. Right? Yeah. Like it's a third-person game. 3D yeah. third-person. But it's, um, it's been out on PC for a while and has just gotten rave reviews. Yeah, right. Which cool. I think is pretty cool. Is it, like a, is it a free-to-play or no? No, no I think you, it'll be pay-to-play. To, pay-to-play. Pay-to-play. No, <laughs> you, you have to buy it. Yeah. But um, I don't know if it's... like Having played the first one, I don't know if it's necessarily my cup of tea, but... I think yep. looks it's cool that they made the jump to 3D and they're doing really well. Developed by Hopu Games and being published by Gearbox. Mm. So that's cool to see Gearbox putting out more stuff on the Switch. Yeah. Um, so next after that, we have Eastwood. Eastwood. I am all in on this. Yeah, I was already in on this. This is a, this trailer's been... Uh, a, a different trailer's been doing the rounds. Oh, right. Okay. I can't remember where I saw it. I think maybe they, like Chucklefish just announced it randomly one time. Right, okay. Um, this, and, this looks great. Yeah, so... Uh, what have we got? Eastwood is yeah, obviously uh, published by Chucklefish Games, who gave us uh, uh, Stardew Valley, yep, and um, Forager more recently. Um, this one's been developed by Pixpill, um, who are I don't know much about them at all. Hmm. Oh, it looks like I already follow them on Twitter. There you go, very interesting. Huh. Uh, but this is like a like a kind of like two D pixel art adventure game. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. The writing looks really sweet and amusing. Um, you play as like Two characters at once, does it look like? Yeah, it looks like a, a, a young girl riding on a guy's shoulder kind of thing. Yeah. Like you find her living underground in a bunker and then you've got to go on an adventure with her. It looks super duper fun. Yeah. Um, this one doesn't come out till 2020, um, but uh, I'm keen as. Oh, yeah. Super keen as well. Uh, next up. Probably was, the highlight of the, of the show. Oh, one of the highlights. There's lots I think of good for, ones. For me, it was the one that I was like, oh, shit, I want to play that so bad. Yep. Uh, the next game, Freedom Finger, I'd, I'd already seen before as well. Yeah, it was in the um, the Kind of Funny Showcase from E3. Oh, that's right. Uh, right. Developed and published by Wide Ride Interactive. It looks like just a, a super weird, crazy shmup uh, where you play as like a hand that, but, that can shoot. You can also grab enemies and use their weapons as well against, yeah. to kind of hunt through. And there's a bunch of like, I guess like Adult Swim-esque uh, voices. Yeah. Like, I know Dana Carr. No, it's not yet. Yeah, uh, no, not Dana Carr. Dana Snyder. Dana Snyder. That's yeah, right. Nolan right. North's the, in there as well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and then there's uh, music by lots of like Heaps hard of, rocking dudes, and, and also like, some like track on there. some some produ- like t- I noticed Tobacco is in there, who's a producer. Oh right, cool, and, sweet. Yeah, which that's. I don't think the, the the graphic style doesn't do anything for me. The concept looks fun, but this, yeah, it looks kind of like a flash game. It's almost it's yeah, very much which a is, flash you know, flash, flash game can be fun, but you know, yeah. yeah. Um, rookie. 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 R O K I, but the O has like a. Is it yeah, umlaut? umlaut over <laughs> the top. Um, this also looks pretty cool. This is just a straight up adventure game. Yep. Um, people comparing it to uh, like uh, Broken, Broken Age. Yeah, that, that seems fair. Um, it's a game of adventure, courage, and folklore. <laughs> uh, it's a game about monsters that shouldn't exist but do. I'm just reading this off, I guess, the developer's site. Polygon Treehouse is the developer. Um, join Tove on a fantastical journey to save her family and discover who she really is. Like, I don't think it's like Broken Age is a point and click. I think this is more sort of ad- adventure kind of right. thing. Yeah. Okay, sure. It's also compared to Tearaway, the, uh, the PS Vita game, which yeah. is the good fun. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's good. I'll, I'll give it a shot. That looks look really sweet and fun. Yeah. Uh, Torchlight 2. Torchlight is 2. It's an action role-playing dungeon crawler video game developed by Runic Games. It is. It it's, out, it's Diablo. Came out, oh, right. Yeah, totally. yeah. It looks like Diablo. Yeah. It came out for Windows in 2012, and now it's coming to the Switch. That's not to be... By saying it's Diablo, it's not to be reductive. It's just that's the closest comparison for gameplay that I yeah. can think of. Um, yeah. Cool. I, yeah, I mean, do you, do you go for this over a Diablo if you want a slightly smaller gaming experience, or is this as big as Diablo is? I'd say, I mean, I played the first one. Um, I, I wouldn't say it probably is slightly smaller than Diablo, right? But like, yeah, yeah. If you, uh, if you like, if you, if you want to support indie games rather than Blizzard, <laughs> then play Torchlight Two. Uh, Skater XL was the next game, um, which. Cool. I think this is a. It's something that's missing from Switch's lineup. Yeah, it's like but, a good skating game. I mean, we mentioned the Carded Funny Games showcase from E3 earlier. In that, my highlight of the game was because it was called Skatebird. Skatebird. Yeah. And in which it is a skating game, except you're playing a bird that's skating on a desk, and he's he's doing his best, and it rules. That yeah, looked, that looked great. This looked just so plain, and but I get that. Like, yeah, I think it's one of those things that skate. We love Skatebird because we like. Odd games, games that take an approach that sure. other people necessarily won't. I think this will be a good one for like Switch players who just want a straight up skating experience. They've got it now. Yeah, it's being uh, developed and published by Easy Day Studios. And uh, look, fingers crossed, Goldfinger Superman is on, oh, the, yeah. is on the soundtrack. Yeah, you got to. Maybe a Primus song. You got to come through. Some rancid. The- <laughs> Maybe one of the skaters can do a rap as well. I don't remember this next game at all. Europa. So it kind of gave me a bit of a, um, just in terms of the way your guy moves through the world, uh, like a Monument Valley almost sort of thing, where like gravity isn't necessarily as set, cut and dried. Oh yeah, now looking at now, yeah. So it's like a, it's like a third person, uh, like I guess like puzzle platformer. Yeah. Um, D- developed and published by Freckle, F R E C L E, no K there. Um, yeah, I I mean it it didn't set my world alight, but it's definitely something that when it like as more information comes out about it, I'll be I'll be super into it. Yeah, it looks like yeah, you, like the, a lot of the puzzles are kind of like color based. There's also mm. like some painting involved. Uh, it looks pretty fun. You puzzle, you platform, you paint. Nice Europa. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up was the super hot, super super hot. hot. Uh, the super hot you've already bought and finished and finished. Yeah, the super hot announcement, which was a shadow drop. We'll get into that later. In the no, let's in do the, it now. Fuck it. Yeah, super hot. Uh, it's a game uh, made by Super Hot Games. Yeah, um, you gave it to me uh, for my birthday on Steam. Yeah, like many years ago. I, I've came pretty close to finishing it, but the because uh, I was playing it on my Mac, which I used to DJ, my memory is fucked. And, sure, and it uh, it was just slowing down to a crawl. Oh, of course. Um, even though even though the game is already. Operating at a crawl. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, so I never finished it. Um, I have the. Uh, it came to PSVR. It's an entirely yeah. new campaign for VR, um, and I I own it, but I don't have the move controllers required to play it. Sure. So I need to uh, need to get on top of that. Yeah, you need to get them. Uh, for those unfamiliar, Super Hot is a first-person shooter where time pretty much only moves when you move, to a certain extent. Uh, it's done in a really kind of unique style. Like everything's polygonal and monochromatic except for your enemies which are red yep and then your your hand is black and all the weapons that you use to kill the red enemies yeah. are also black yeah um it's amazing like it's probably one of my favorite games just because of how much it refreshed the first person genre for me totally yeah like um and it's so it's it's i'd almost compare it to like ape out in the way that it's like they've just 
taken this concept and polished it so well. Like even same as APAP, the sound design on Superhot. Yeah. The way like <clears throat> when you when you shoot an enemy, there'll be a glass breaking sound, but the glass breaking sound will slow down if you stop moving. So it goes like. Yeah. So good. Like, the sound design on this game is incredible. Yeah. The sound and, of bullets zipping past your head and And it had been it had been a while since I last played it and there were all these cool like I forgot that you can in later levels you can hot swap uh bodies. So like if someone's pointing a gun at you and you don't have a gun, you can put your crosshair on them, press a button and switch into their body oh, instead. That's amazing. Um I definitely didn't did it didn't go that far. Yeah. And so that it's how just, far from the end is that? Uh, I think there's 25 levels all up. That's probably like six six levels before the end. Right. Like I, I people have said it's it's very short, and I agree that the the campaign is you can knock it over in but probably like four hours. Or the something. replayability of this game is enormous. Oh, they have like there's there's an endless mode. There's challenges. Like <clears throat> I was working my way through the first challenge levels last night after I finished the game, which is where you can only use a katana. <laughs> and like you can't punch people you can't shoot them pick up guns anything you fail just a katana how are you going with that good yeah right that's yeah. awesome it's, the, a good, it's a good good weapon the interesting thing though is it, they've just they haven't designed new levels for it it's just the campaign levels but you can only use a katana to play through them right which is cool in its own kind of way but it's it'd be nice to see it would be nice if they did like new levels that really worked around the weapon or whatever the challenge was. Sure, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But I ain't complaining because I love this game. Yeah, it's tons I, of fun. I put this, this is a 100% must buy for Switch if you haven't played it before. Yeah, like it is an action game, but it is also a puzzle game because yeah. you have like, you know, you have to be very, very, you got if you like real time strategy games, it's almost a kind of like that too. You yeah. Know? You've got to really like, you've got to be aware of when you move, your enemy will move too. So even though they're still right now, as soon as you start moving to get away from them, they're going to pull that gun out and shoot you. Yeah. So- it's it's also, it's the cl- like, it's the closest I've come playing a game to feeling like I'm an action hero. <laughs> just in the way that like, because you can, just slide, time slows down, you can step around bullets essentially. Like you can plan your moves. There's one great level that just puts you at the end of a long hallway. Oh, the best level. With so much two fun. guys sh- shooting at you. So you have to kind of weave in and out of their bullets to get down and take them out. Amazing level. How does it play? Because obviously you've only played it on, on your PC, PC before. Would you, plays, did you, plays, did you use a controller on your PC? I did. Oh, I right, did. Yeah, sure. so I'd almost say it, it keyboard, played better on Switch. Touchpad and keyboard. Um, yeah, great. Played better on Switch for me. Like, like there are like when you restart levels, there's a minor kind of like it hitches for a second as it sort of gets its brain together. The switch gets its brain together, but plays great. Awesome, yeah, yeah. This is a must buy. Super yeah. hot, very very cool. Especially support them on, uh, uh, with the announcement of the new studio too. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good shit. Uh, Dungeon Defenders Awakened. Awakened. I <laughs> arise. <laughs> um, I... This I do not remember this at all. This sounds like a John ass game. Like if you were like, oh, I've played like three of these games on on my phone before, I would believe you. <laughs> um, this is a Kickstarter game. Kickstarter game by Chromatic Games. They're the ones who I just yeah. It's not. I don't, I don't know. You defend dungeons, right? Yeah. While while you're awakened. That's right. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at some gameplay. Yeah, I guess this is something I've played a, a bunch of on various things. I think it it has a kind of tower defensey vibe. Yeah, that's why I, I, you, I know you love a tower defense game. Oh, so. I think I know what happened in the in the trailer. It's like <coughs> build together, defend together, and I'm like, mm, no, alone, only alone <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> yeah, crying. Um, but yeah, it looks kind of looks kind of like tower defensey sort of thing. But you also you play as a character that can get down there and mix it up as well. So. That's your bag. That's your bag. Um, I'm on the fence with this next game. It's called The Tourist, but The Tourist is spelt with a Y. And, is that uh, why you're on the fence? Uh, yeah, that's that's the only reason. It's been uh, pu- developed and published by... It's going to be uh, published by uh, Shinnan Multimedia, who developed mm-hmm. as well. Um, it's coming out in November this year, and it is like a... Uh, looks like a, It's a big world where you can do heaps of things, but that world is looks like it was made in Minecraft. Yeah, it's... Okay, the voxel style. Is that, that what we call it? Voxels? Yeah, voxel. Voxel is a 3D pixel. Fun Look, fact. I love 3D Dot Heroes. That was a um, uh, a Bethesda game, I think, that came out on uh, PS4. It was like their take on a 2D Zelda game, except it was all the... all the Like, the instead of dots, it was polygons. So yeah. I guess voxels. That's the only game in this style that I've really enjoyed. I, I, there is an immediate reaction where I'm like... Ugh. It stopped me from playing like Dragon Quest Builders, those games. Okay. Even though I like Dragon Quest and the idea of building stuff seems kind of appealing. I just don't like that Minecrafty look. Yeah. I, I'm i not as against voxels as you are. And just I'm looking at some screenshots now and it's got that cool kind of like tilt shift camera thing. Right. Where like the edges blur and everything looks kind of toyish. Um, yeah, this actually isn't too far from what the uh, Legend of Zelda um, Link's Awakening remake is yeah. going to look like too. Obviously, it's a lot more uh, blocky. But yeah, you're right. The tilt it's, shift stuff I mean, is... I see where you're coming from with the Minecraft thing, but I think this just like it. It seems to outline such a weird world that I really want to explore it. And also, I like this is this is a deep cut reference, but this this part from the trailer, my immediate thought was the nozzle is calibrated. Yeah, there's a there's a <laughs> there's like a tentacle with a glowing tip on the end. If you're a Venture Brothers, you'll get it. Yeah, if you're if you're a Venture Brothers fan, that is. Yeah, if you're, if you're not brother, if you're not watch Venture Brothers, that's true. 
Um, um, but yeah, it looks like yeah, like you, you kind of in this weird. Are you on holiday? Because you're a tourist. I, yeah, I so guess you're wearing you know, like a colorful shirt. So. Solve puzzles and stuff. You know what? The, watching this again, I actually really like this. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm off the fence. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna play this one. Yeah. The, the description on the Nintendo thing is you you're just arriving at the Monument Islands. Want to go swimming, or rather take a dive into the deep sea, or do you want to visit the amusement arcade, do some shopping, dance at a beach party, fancy some surfing, or will you talk with the strange old tourist and listen to what he has to say about these ancient mysterious monuments? My answer to that is yes. You know. Maybe this will be the game that'll make me love voxels. He's hoping. Uh, so next up we have Skellboy. This is the one where it's like you can attach your skeleton, but you can attach various limbs to like change your abilities. I think. Yeah. Again, this kind of looks like a flash game. Uh, this looks like, also look, look, like like a Minecraft flash game. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it looks like a hack and slash kind of uh, where you play a skeleton walking through it. 3D space, but it's made up of like yeah, pixelated art. Yeah, you all all characters are 2D, but it's a 3D world. Yep, um, which is interest interesting aesthetic. Yeah, look, I think it's one of those ones that like I reckon once you start playing it, it'll mm. it'll look a lot better than it does in the trailer. Yeah, um, developed by You uh, Mikey Games and Fabraz. Fabraz. Um, yeah, cool. It's I think it's one of those ones that is more deep. Like when it comes out, it'll pro- probably be something that. I'll look at it on the store and go, yep, I'll, I'll give that a try. Yeah, well, um, um, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll think about it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, think, I'll, give, it, I'll give it some thought tonight. You've got, you got room to muse. Uh, this next game is one of my highlights of the show. Mm-hmm. Earth Knight is what it's called, and it is a game in which you... Is this the d- dragon? Ru- yeah, you run atop dragons. And this also is a game that mixes like pixel art with 3D art and other... It's, it's, it's all over the place, uh, like, style-wise. Yeah. I think it works. It looks like a Sonic game, but you play as a little girl who, or, or as an old man with a big beard who uh, speeds over dragons. There's even the like like levels where you're falling in between yeah. dragons, which is also very Sonic. Um, it looks fun as hell. It reminds me a little bit of like the Rayman Legends as well. Yeah, and the Rayman Orange games. Procedur- procedurally generated, developed by Cleversoft. Uh, says initial release date is 2019. Count me in for that one. That's an absolute must get for me. Nice. This in, uh, I'm, I'm very interested to find out what the gameplay loop is because it just looks wild. Like There were so many different things happening during that trailer. I was like, but, but what do you do? <laughs> that one, you just run. But the, you got to like, go fast. Well, how does, where, where, does the, where does the falling come into it? And like, I think it's it, just in between different levels. Yeah. 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 Um, so maybe it's even like a bonus, bonus challenge, like a sure. Sonic style bonus stage. Or it seems to be like, because the plot is that Dragons have taken over the Earth and humans are now living in orbit. So maybe every time you die, you respawn in orbit and have to drop back down again. Mm, interesting. Hmm. Next, we have uh, a cool surprise announcement. A while ago, Devolver Digital were like, hey, which, games, which Devolver games would you like on the Switch? And like Everyone. thousands and thousands of people were like, Hotline Miami. Yeah. And so the second shadow drop of the showcase uh, was Hotline Miami Collection, mm. which combines Hotline Miami and Hotline Miami 2. Um, and it was available... Uh, on the Australian eShop for a matter of hours. Yeah. This is a game, Hotline Miami 2, because there's a, I think there's a sexual assault depicted in there the is, game. There is a, a, yes, it's contextually, it's they're filming a movie and it's part of the movie, but it's still enough to trigger the senses. Right. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, so it was, it's, it's been banned in Australia for years. It's never come out here. Yep. And for a, a fleeting moment, it was available in Australia. You and, picked it up. And you better believe we both we bought both it the moment yeah, yeah. we saw it. 
um, Devolver Digital. I guess it's the, almost kind of like the game that put Devolver on the map, really. Yeah, like, certainly I'd say the that. one that this one set the world on fire when it came out. Yeah, it was like the indie game everyone was talking about. Uh, it's a top-down isometric uh, game. I mean, we've we've talked about so many of its contemporaries. Um, most of which were published by Devolver. Um, yeah. You've got like Ape Out. I would even say Katana Zero is very influenced by Hotline Miami definitely, as well. Definitely, definitely. Where you are someone, you know, who has have to has to pick up weapons to take out enemies in a bunch of rooms and then escape. Yes. Um, and it is the, it's, a, it's a puzzle room almost. There's yeah. No, there's no right way to do it. It's, yeah, you definitely, you kind of like figure out the levels by rote like just you you hit the level again and again and each time you're like oh but if i wait a second as this guy passes a door i can punch through the door and knock him out and grab his weapon and do you yeah yeah you you build up your solution to each level as you play it yeah so it was uh, uh developed by Denaton games which is another fun portmanteau of Jonathan Soderstrom and Dennis okay. Wedden so Denaton Denaton very fun. Nice. Um, it came out originally came out in 2012. It's been on everything except the Nintendo platform, but now yeah. it is on the Nintendo Switch. Um, and uh, well, I've, I've been playing it. If you if you live in Australia and you bought it quick enough, it's on Nintendo uh, Switch. Otherwise, live, sorry. Well, no, if you live in Australia, uh, just set up an American account. Uh, buy, go on eBay, buy eShop credit. It's only a couple bucks more than it would cost if you bought it here, and uh, you can buy it if you want to play it. It's very easy to get get yeah. around that. Yeah. Um, but, shout out! Shout out to 2019. Yeah, totally. Uh, and the many possibilities contained therein. It's, it's endless. Um, Next one up, I'm... No, let me talk about my game. Oh, right, right, hold game. on. Jeez yeah, yeah, Louise, yeah. bro. Sorry, I thought we'd run into it. Um, funnily enough, we actually referred to um, uh, Ape Out as Super Hotline Miami at one point when we were, when we were reviewing it. Uh, yes. Much earlier this year. Um, and so it's funny that both, the, both Super Hot and Hotline Miami uh, came out during the same direct. Yeah. Um, so I, I've, I've never played Hotline Miami before, have you? Uh, yes. Played played the first one on PC. I'm uh, I'm up to chapter ten or eleven. All right, you are way further than I am. I I played for a little bit and then switched to super hot. Yeah, this game is tr- like pretty difficult. Oh, it's really fucking hard. Yeah, because like, I'm so used to. I played so many like isometric, you know, twin stick shooters like this, mm. but they all have a slowdown mechanic. Right. So you you know you hit the right trigger or, or left trigger or whatever, and then you have like you know a window of three seconds where the time slows down. You can take out all the enemies and then just run out of there. Yeah. You know, every, like Katana Zero had that um, uh, time some shit. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I've, 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 I've talked about it in the past. Whatever. Um, but I'm so used to uh, my friend Pedro. Um, yes. Which, is, which again is, is pretty similar too. They all have time slowdown mechanics, so you have this window where you can, you know, do plan. crazy moves. Exactly. Plan. This is nope. Nope. You it's just, in the moment, or it's nothing. Yeah, and it's it's man, it's, it's fucking tough. Oh yeah. There, I've died fifty times in some of the, some of the last few levels levels I've been doing. Yeah, I I noticed with a couple like I had a few deaths where I'm like, I swear I pressed that button in time. <laughs> Um, which is probably just me being bad at games more than like any other issue. But yeah, it's definitely like, that's, that's, I think where the learning come in, the learning with each repetition comes in of like, okay, I know to anticipate this guy coming through this way and that kind of thing. Yeah. And the soundtrack is unbelievably good. Uh, yeah. So I might, I might uh, end the episode with a, uh, a song from nice. Hotline Miami. And if you want to know what it is, check the show notes. I'll credit the guy in there. Excellent. Great, great soundtrack. Great game. Um, great, great story as well. At least as far as, as far <laughs> in as I am, like the way after each mission you go to like, you'll go to like a pizza shop or a video rental store or something that like, you know, you do in everyday life, but it's the same person behind the counter every time. Yeah. It's really eerie. Yeah. yeah. It kind of is very creepy. Yeah. And I've, uh, after playing Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is a very like, 
slow, like you've got to really like think out all of your moves. Um, it was so fun to go to this game and like I've, I've sunk 15 hours into Fire Emblem um, since it came out. Mm. Uh, a lot of friends have completely finished it, um, but I, I've, I'm a lot more time poor than them. But like it was, but that's also like, that doesn't like Fire Emblem when I'm like, okay, it's late now. I'm going to put it down and go to bed. Whereas a game like Hotline Miami, I started and suddenly like it was three hours later. I was like, oh shit. Like yeah. I've, I've, this is exactly the kind of game that's my crack. Cause it's, and it's so quick to restart. Yep. Like you just hit, you die and boom, you're back, you're back again, ready to rumble. Much yeah. like Ape Out. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm definitely going to play both of these games uh, before the year is over. They're awesome. Nice. So much fun. Yeah. So next in so the, uh, back, in the showcase was, back, a, yeah, we, we got a, like a little montage um, uh, of, uh, of different games including uh, Most of which we knew were coming I think there's just updates of when they were coming um, Blasphemous, which I'm very excited for I'm really excited Because I thought this was a PlayStation exclusive Oh, right, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super excited to find out And really close to September 10 Yeah, a fun, gory platformer Yep uh, Close to the Sun I don't remember that at all no. Cat Quest 2 um, Presumably more of, a, more of a detective frog guy Yeah <laughs> uh, Spiritfarer very excited about this one. This was announced during um, the E3, uh, the Xbox showcase at E3. Oh, yeah. It's the game where you like you you live on a boat and your job is to like ferry animal souls to oh, the yeah, afterlife. Oh yeah, yeah, totally looking forward to that. And one like for sure. kind of yeah. take them on little adventures That's before they pass on completely. Yeah. Oh, so excited! Again, was worried it was going to be a um, uh, <clears throat> was going to be an Xbox exclusive. Yep. Uh, Trine or Trine? Trine, I think. Trine, Trine 4. 4 I've, I've, played, I've played Trine 1 and 2 maybe, and not all the way through. It's like a platformer. Cool. Um, puzzle puzzle kind of 3D platformer thing. Um, Creature in the Well, which I've talked about in the past. It was one of my highlights from E3, I think. Um, it's a, uh, a game that mixes like a Metroidvania, not so much Metroidvania, like a, like a, 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 a gory platformer, but with, uh, with pinball mechanics. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've got a code for that I'm jealous I'm, I, I was like forcing myself to, uh, to play other games Instead of uh, this, this week Because I, I think Embargo doesn't drop for a few more weeks oh, But uh, I'm very excited for it Yeah, um, that, that looks great I am really really want to get into that Does what? it have a does it, Did it drop a release date? September uh, 6th Yeah, very cool yeah. Damn, it's gonna, like games, the, this, It's game season, that baby That half of the year is so, so yeah, packed Yeah, chuckers uh, when One Finger Death Punch 2 uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, okay. best friend fighting, forever fighting game. Fogs, which is like cat dog the game, except it's, you're playing as two dogs, so you're dog dog. Right. You're like a two two a sausage dog attached to another sausage dog. You got to like I think one one stick moves one guy. The other you've got to like move in unison. Yeah, it's fun. What the golf? That I'm that I'm looking forward to. That looks really cool. It's like a really absurd kind of golf game where. I think the tagline is like anything can be golf. <laughs> where like you you. I, that's in, right. In yeah, various yeah. trailers, it's like it shows it shows the guy like lining up a golf shot, and then when he takes a shot, he flies forward That's instead right. of the yeah, ball. Yeah, and super fun. Yeah, it looks like just a really weird kind of take on a sports game. It's kind of what I hoped Pool Panic was going to be. Yeah, and that's, I, I mean, we don't know if this game is going to be as good as the trailer is showing it to be because Pool Panic certainly for me wasn't. I um, definitely I have more hope for this than I have a Pool Panic. Okay, uh, Kine. Uh, so, Hypercharge unboxed. That looks like. That was the one where it's like a, a combat game with the toys, I think. Okay. Looks um, like it's set inside a house. I think it looks kind of cool. I definitely wouldn't mind seeing more of it. Northgard, Sparklight, and Munchkin Quacked Quest. 
Next. Next. The, uh, the, 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 the big news, the big announcement at the end yeah, the of, final of the, the showcase. One. And this has been heavily rumoured, especially since we got Cuphead um, last year. Mm. Well, it was the start, of, start of this year. Yeah. Um, we are getting the first Ori and the Blind Forest game. The, the definitive edition of it. Which yeah. Which means you get all the extra stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, which is a, a, up until now a Microsoft exclusive. Yep. Um, there's the next Ori game is coming out uh, early next year, I think. I think so. I think that was February, maybe. And this is an absolutely gorgeous uh, Metroidvania yeah. game. Um, I guess like... I'd put this like... This is like Hollow Knight level yeah. in terms of art. Um, it's, it's a phenomenal game. Who made this guy? Uh, it is Moon Studios. Moon Studios. Yeah. Where you play as like this like cute little... Little kind of almost forest White sprite forest sprite, yeah, yeah. ...kind of creature. Um, very, very sad opening because like as the little forest sprite creature, you have this like big hairy friend and the game kind of starts with your friend dying Aww. and that's what sets you out on your quest into the forest. For revenge. <laughs> I but, think maybe to try bring your friend back. Sure. But, revenge. Sure. <laughs> um Yes, yeah, super like great, and it was the they they set it up great as like the we're done. Oh, but wait, we got one more thing. Yeah, and then boom, Ari, and I was like, Gah! yeah, so good. Did you did you watch the live stream? No, no, you I, caught it the next morning. Somewhere, yeah, yeah, I watched the live stream, and that happened. I was like, I was watching on my phone. I'm like, I can't message Levens right now. I'm on my phone already. Yeah, I think you were really nice. You, you messaged me saying, like, I don't want to spoil you because I know you're going to watch it in the morning. But holy shit, I'm so excited. Best yeah. best n- Nintendi, Nintendo Indie Direct ever. I think um, it was. This is, like, huge. I think the um, one where they announced the, the Zelda crossover with, um, uh, like, like Hyrule Warriors. Not Hyrule Warriors. Legend of... Cr- Cr- Cadence of Hyrule. Cadence of Hyrule. I think that announcement for me was that that's the most exciting we've got from an indie. But indie. over, like, in terms of the whole yeah, yeah, showcase? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I reckon, like... There's tons of great stuff in this one. Yeah. Um, really exciting. Really some great stuff. And Ori's, Ori is September 27th. Oh, man. So, like so, September is so stacked for games this year. So um, of, of all the games announced in this Indie World Showcase, John, what was your highlight? Um, Eastwood, I think. Eastwood, definitely. I mean, leaving aside Super Hot and Hotline because yeah. they're out now, I think... But e- th- I'm so stoked both those games are on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Um, I think Eastwood definitely caught my eye the most. Uh, Blasphemous. Uh, the Tourist as well. Yeah. Okay. Now that I'm re-watching that clip, I'm like, actually, you know, this is actually one of my favorites. So yeah. I, I would say top three of the games that haven't come out yet. Um, Eastwood, Ori and the Blind Forest, and uh, The Tourist. Um, yeah. Just great. Yeah. What a, what a yeah. Great stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I, there's only a few games that don't interest me at all. But I think they look like quality games of genres that I have no interest in. So, yeah, it's not like this. Oh, like, oh this is a clearly bad game. So, no, there's, there's tons of exciting stuff coming. Yeah, in I think a, there's, there's, year, but, yeah. there's something in there for everybody. Um, I will have to say, though, that uh, I was expecting, for, like I always say this every single time we get an, an Indies Direct, like where was the Shovel Knight King of Cards? When are we getting that game? Are we getting that this year? Where's, for me, it's where's Kentucky Route Zero? TV, yeah, yeah. TV but, uh, edition. That was announced last year. Yeah. Or even earlier, was it? I, I think two two years ago. They're still working... I, I think they're still working on Chapter 5. Yeah. Um, there's actually... There's like a couple of... I can't remember them off the top of my head, but there's a few... Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose Where Game. Where are you? Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, people are upset about Hollow Knight Silk Song, but they can have a while for that. Uh, they only just give, announced it. Give them as much yeah, time yeah. as they want. Polish, polish the heck out of that gem. Yeah, I mean, you can't even name your game Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. How much time do you need? <laughs> I'm just I'm waiting for Untitled Hollow Knight Silk Song game. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but 
super excited man recording episode in september is going to be great that's gonna be insane. so much to talk about <laughs> every week will be 10 different games yeah i look forward to that john and i also look forward to doing another episode with you next week Woo! if you want to follow us online you can head out hit to uh facebook.com slash all the small games or on twitter we are at all the small game individually we are at 16 tacos for john at lev dog for me across twitter instagram I think Facebook is that's Lev Dog as well. Um, something weird, but I don't, I don't, know. I don't post on Facebook anymore, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy your indie games, everybody. We'll see you next week. And, in, and enjoy this taste of the uh, Hotline Miami soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Mm, it sounds real nice. Mm, it's a bit scary. <laughs> serves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.